Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Stephen Dutzman, I am your host. I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That is a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. And it is a very crappy, rainy Thursday in Connecticut. And so, uh, here we are, driving to work. Um... So, I want to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake again, um, because there's been discussion like on our Facebook page and some offhand comments from folks in, in the community, and I, I think it's definitely worth talking about this game. Um, and one of the things that I really, that really just kind of bugs me is... Um, that people are referring, people keep calling it a cash cash grab, <laughs> and I I can't get behind that. I think this is just salt. Um, I, I just I just really can't see this as a cash grab. Square Enix is responding to overwhelming fan feedback. Like ever since they showed that they were they made the tactical error of showing a uh, like an HD fully rendered Midgar for that PS3 tech demo, which you'll notice that when they do tech demos now, they don't show existing properties because um, they just don't want to deal with the, sh the shenanigans anymore. But, like they made that tactical error and showed like an updated Final Fantasy VII and that just kicked off a whirlwind that just never stopped. And, you know, they were the mountain, we were the wind, and, you know, like they say, like the Emperor said at the end of Milan, right, like, the, no matter how the wind howls, the mountain must not bow to it. Well, here they go, they bowed. And so they're making this game, right? And they decided that the way they were going to do it is to break it up and to, you know, essentially expand on it. I, I, and I think that makes sense. I mean, the reality is it would look really ridiculous if they just remade the game with HD tech, textures. Because, I mean, the reality is old game is old. And I know some people are like, oh, well, Final Fantasy VII's gameplay is timeless. It's not. <laughs> at least not according to Final... At least not according to Final Fantasy standards, according to Square Enix standards. Like, they don't make turn-based games anymore. They make action RPGs. Um, so at least not for Final Fantasy games. So they, they weren't going to do it. So if they were going to make a remake, they were going to make an action game. And that requires different kinds of environments, different kind of storytelling to a degree. Right. So, um, from everything that we can see, um, and everything they have explained, they have built a full game. And they have expanded and written a full game out of Midgard. And we know from the trailers that they have given full speaking parts to people who were part of Avalanche. You know, characters who were largely throwaway filler characters are, you know, have more spoken dialogue in the trailers than they did in the full game. And the fact that we're getting more character development, like those types of things take time. 
And, you know, so, you know, someone uh, left a comment on, um, you know, when we shared the trailer on our Facebook page and was like, whoa, um, you know, th this is, uh, Midgar was like four hours. And so this feels like they're just going to give us like five hours of story and then a bunch of like open world quests. Well, I mean, that's what happens with most open world RPGs. You get a story and then you get open world quests. I mean, that's just what it was. If you took a critical path for Horizon Zero Dawn, it was, the game was probably like 15 hours long, right? So like that's normal with open worlds, but they didn't really say that Midgard was an open world. I doubt it is. Um, but there's a lot of space within that, you know, first like 15% of the game um, to expand and grow. And a lot of that's gonna depend on the characters. Um, and we need more time for character development. They didn't really have a lot of room back then. Um, it's just, I, I think this is another example. It's kind of like WoW Classic. I talked about that on what has been my most listened to episode ever. Um, that this is just a story of people not knowing what they want. Um, and people were begging for Final Fantasy VII Remake. They wanted it to happen. Um, and they, you had to know that Square Enix wasn't just going to like hire a team of artists and not do anything to the gameplay, to not change anything. Um, you know they needed to add voice acting. Um, so I, the, the idea that you know we asked for this and now we are mad at what we're getting, it's like, you wanted a remake. They're making it. Um, now, I think I, I have to accept my bias here. Final Fantasy VII is not my favorite game. Um, it is, you know, not my favorite Final Fantasy game. Um, I've gone on record as saying I think it's kind of overrated. I think it's better than garbage, right? Like, I used to think it was just outright bad. I think it, that's wrong, right? Um, it's a bad Final Fantasy game for me, but I think even a bad Final Fantasy game is still better than two-thirds of the games that are produced. I love Final Fantasy. Um, but I think my memory of it was tainted just from when I played it and how I consumed it. But these, this remake is, you know, it's obviously kind of born from that fruit, right? Like, this is what you have, and they're going to try and make something more out of it. And one of the weaknesses that it had is that there were some things that happened that just didn't get developed fully, right? Like, Midgard was this... You could have made a whole game there. And they didn't, right? They wanted to move out into the open world and, you know, kind of adventure in the wilderness, things like that. Now we're not going to do that. We're going to get, like, grimy Fallout Final Fantasy VII uh, for a whole game. Um, and I think it's... I, I'm excited about it. Um, and that's what's crazy about this, is that... Like, there are Final Fantasy VII fans that are, like, checking out um, because they think, you know, that, that it's not going to be, you know, right for them, whereas I'm all in. Now, you know, the, the other counterpoints, the idea that this is going to be some kind of cash grab because they're making more than one game, and they're going to be charging for it. Well, I mean, we're obviously going to have to wait until closer to March, right? Like, we're going to get this game, or some people are going to get it. I'm going to get it. And we're going to play through it and we're going to, you know, and, and we're going to find out 
whether or not it holds up, right? Um, if it, if, and this is a big if, I mean, it could be bad, right? I mean, I'm just not in a position where I can say right now that this is, you know, was a bad decision. But if it comes out that it's just some kind of masterpiece and that they have added all sorts of depth to these characters, given us a lot of fun side missions and expanded on some of the subplots from while we were in Midgard, um, I think that could be awesome, right? And then, yeah, we might have to wait for another one, but I don't know that I'm upset about that, right? Like, you know, if they turn this into a masterpiece, well, I don't see where that's a bad thing. Um, the it, it, If it turns out that it's bad, then I think that's going to kill hype for the second one. Um, so, I, and, and that would kill it for me too. You know, if this first one isn't good, I'm certainly not going to buy the sequel. <laughs> I mean, why, why would I? You know, continuing. But you know what? I would probably do it. I can't really say. I think... I would probably end up buying the second one also, um, I guess. Well, I guess it really depends on how terrible it is. I, I wonder what you guys think on that one. Um, another complaint was talking about the collector's editions and things like that. Here's the reality. The reality is this game is very expensive to make. They've already made a mistake in development and spent a lot of money working with uh, an external company to try and get it done, right? Like, they tried to just have another company make it, um, and it didn't work. And so they've already made the missteps. The collector's editions do help them recoup some of that money, but also, like, they help them engage with the ravenous fan base. And that's an important thing to keep in mind, is that, you know, the they don't make enough of these collector's editions that those are going to be, like, a primary profit center. They are a way to get fan engagement. Right, it's a PR beat. It's marketing. Like the, the the collector's editions aren't a source of true, you know, like that's not where they're making all their money on this. The the real money is in the volume. So again, some of these were just ramblings about some of my thoughts about Final Fantasy VII. Um, I am a, I, I like I said, I I'm I'm in on this game, um, and I think a lot of folks are too, I think we're just kind of shaking out what Final Fantasy VII Remake is actually going to be. I just don't think we're at a point where we can call it a cash grab. Um, I'm sensitive to that topic because it just, it feels weird to me, um, because it's not the, um, because it, we don't know yet. The game's not out. You can't call something a cash grab. Um, until it happens. You know what's a cash grab? Marvel releasing the Avengers with a post credit scene and charging full price for it, right? That That's a cash grab. And that's just, you know, but we don't complain about that necessarily. I don't know. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, again, these are just some of my early morning ramblings about the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, please, I'm going to go ahead and share this into the community. What are your thoughts? You know, are... are do you have your doubts? Are you all in? Um, you know, we've learned some more details over time. Have they changed some of your opinions from the time that it was announced or re-announced and then now? I'd love to hear that. So you have a great day. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Um, uh, I will see you next week, actually. Um, so until next time, 
Uh, have a good weekend, and uh, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now.